everybody, and welcome back. I am the Bull, and this is See the Bullski, the podcast where I talk about leadership, followership, resiliency, wellness, and other topics. If you tuned in last time, I shared some info about the True Colors model, so please go check out that recording if you haven't already done so, and remember to hit that follow button so you get all of my newest updates. Today's topic comes from a former subordinate of mine that is now in Colorado. He gave me this topic some time ago, and and I wasn't sure how to answer it initially, but now I want to try my hand at answering it. So there's always going to be some strife in the world, or just in general for individuals, and as painful as those moments are or can be, I think to an extent they are a necessary evil, or more accurately, they can be beneficial to learn how to persevere. So today... I'm talking about perseverance. Let's get into it. So for all of us, when things are going well, you know, for a lot of people, I I think it's just natural to enjoy the ride and and go with the flow because inherently somewhere inside all of us, we know that it won't last. So you best enjoy the good while you can. We all know that eventually something's going to go wrong and the universe is going to use us as a kickball though. Sometimes the discomfort is short-lived, and other times it it takes a while, but we all know that it's going to happen. And at the same time, we also know that the pain and discomfort won't last forever either, even though it can feel like it is, does, or will last forever. You know, there are no guarantees in life, and we can never really know how long the good or bad times will last. But I think we need both. The good times are there to give you something to fight for, to work towards, and to capitalize on. The bad times though, they're there to remind us that nothing lasts and we should value what we have while we have it. And more importantly, it helps give us a real reason to keep pushing, to survive and fight for what we want and believe in life. Which brings me back to the topic today. How do you persist against all odds, right? How do you keep that will to fight, to keep pushing, struggling? And it may sound a bit dramatic, but how do you keep going against all odds? Frankly, Everyone's different, so the answer is also going to be a little different for everyone. But there are some central themes that I think apply to most, if not all, people. So to answer the question, I'm going to share my five tips to remaining persistent against all odds. So number one, know your values, right? What are the things that matter the most to you? I don't mean material things, but the real things that matter. Things like family, honesty, trust, etc. These are all what I mean by values. And they should be your anchor points. The things that give you the strength and will to fight for the things that you care about. It's almost like you use your values to empower you to strive to protect your values. But that is kind of like what it is but there's an additional piece that builds on values so you know you got to have those firm in your your heart and your mind first your values are like your shield and when it feels like the world is falling in on you your values are what protect you it amazes me how often i meet and talk with people who don't know what they value and that's really unfortunate you know what i think happens is on one hand the world has evolved into this fast-paced monster that keeps us so focused on the external world in order to survive that we never really take the time to figure out what we're fighting for other than just to survive and that lack of focus in your values leaves so many people feeling unfulfilled or you know maybe even empty on the other hand i kind of think some people are grateful for the encroaching world's persistent demand for inattention to the self because that means they don't have to come to terms with who they are or acknowledge that maybe they aren't living their truest lives you know, facing the reality of who we are as individuals can be tough, but the longer you do it, the harder it is to address. 
For example, if you forgo discovering your true self and just join a collection of others to give you your identity, then trying to face that decision later means that you may have to leave the group that you're a part of because staying in that group means you're forced to live with that dichotomy. But if you never become your own person with your own values, then your values are decided for you by the group that you're a part of. Sometimes life you know is, the, the life you know is preferable to standing on your own and being your own person. But you know, collective values aren't necessarily a bad thing, but, if, but you have to know what your values are first rather than let them be decided by those that are around you. So always start with your values, that's your central point. Number two, develop your strengths. This is the part that I'm referring to or that I was talking about when I said that there's an additional piece that builds on values. Your strengths are the things that you learn and develop within yourself that only you can do your way. Some people have strengths like being open-minded or the ability to speak publicly. You know, they can be either physical strengths or mental and emotional strengths. And when it comes to persevering, your values are your shield, then your strengths are your sword. Your strengths are what allow you to fight back or against the negativity that's encroaching on your values. And that's exactly how it feels when you need to persevere. I want you to think of a time that you got really fired up about something, right? Put that moment square in your mind. Now, what I want you to do really quick is try to think about why you got so fired up. If it didn't matter, then you wouldn't have gotten all emotionally disturbed, right? So that means that whatever incident you're thinking about represented a threat to your values, right? So what is it, right? I want you to take a second. You can even pause me here if you need to, but this is a really great reflective exercise that you can do to help you learn more about yourself. Now, once you've done those two pieces, how did you respond? Did you respond in a new way that you were unfamiliar with? Or did you respond in a, let's say, expected way that was comfortable to you? More than likely, you responded in a way that you were familiar with because you've done it before and it's probably worked out. If it didn't, then this can mean a couple of things. One, it can mean that your strength wasn't ready for this new challenge. Or maybe you need to develop a new strength, but you shouldn't discount your efforts and diminish your values nor your efforts to protect those values through your known strengths. They mean something to you. And the coolest part is no one can really tell you your values are wrong or that your strengths aren't enough. Un unless they are hurting you or someone else, I don't really think that any value or strength is bad, but that's a whole other philosophical discussion. Remember, we all have strengths based on our upbringing, cultural influences, hardships, or plainly our overall experiences. And over time, we use and develop those experiences into our strengths that we base our current reactions off of. Sometimes our strengths aren't enough, and that's okay. Because as life goes on, you're gonna face increasing challenges that offer the ability to either hone your strengths or to develop new strengths. It isn't that things will get any easier, it's that they're, well, they're likely gonna get harder, but you can get better at handling those challenges by learning to better use your strengths. And likely, if you stick to your values and develop your strengths, you can become more equipped to handle those arena struggles that life's gonna throw at you. Number three. Find your support. I know I'm talking about persevering, but that does not mean that you have to persevere alone. And this seems to be a hard concept for many. And personally, I have my own opinion. See, when it comes to persevering, you're likely going up against another living person. But in some cases, you're going up against a group of people. Now, why does this matter? 
Because if you're pushing for changes or trying to defend something that matters to you, which is being threatened by a person or a group of people, or even just policies that are being protected by people, then wouldn't your opposition want you to be small enough, you know, to be a small enough threat that you can be easily defeated or ignored, that you won't win, right? Doesn't it make sense that in a world with negativity, which is perpetuated by toxic people, that if, if, if your opposition can keep you alone and small, then that makes it easier for you to be dealt with? Now, how can people join together and combine their strengths if the toxic elements make them feel like they either are alone or that joining with others is a sign of weakness? I think this is the crux of the control for toxic elements. So my advice to persevere is to remember that you are not alone and you don't need to be. Your values are shared by others and they are likely going to support you because your values match their values. So they have a stake in helping you the same as you have a stake in helping them. And as an added bonus, they may have strengths that you need but don't possess and vice versa. So you can end up learning from each other. If you multiply this, you know, more and more people join in, you can create a truly amazing force of dedicated people with the shared values and combined strengths that can support one another and overcome more challenges than any of them could alone. Now, some of you might be going, you know, that sounds nice, but how do I find these people? Well, that's a really great question. And my answer refers to, find, refers to finding your values, but it does take us into the next step. So number four, speak your truth, right? It sounds easy and for some it is, but for others, not so much. While there you know, may not be much, I, 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 can, I, can do, I can't give you everything to give you the courage to speak your truth, right? I want to at least try by sharing my view on this. When I say speak your truth, what I mean is don't be afraid to speak your mind. It's really simple. Either A, your opinions and values and things aren't wrong and you have no reason to be ashamed of them, therefore no reason not to speak them, or B, they may be misguided in some way and sharing them allows you to defend them or allows others to help reorient your perspectives. I hope that makes sense because it is a big piece of how I personally live my life. I know what I know. I know what I feel and think, and I'm unafraid to either discuss, defend, or acknowledge that I was off on something. Uh, Jordan Peterson, he's a psychologist out of Canada, he put it like this in his book titled 12 Rules for Life. Always tell the truth or at least don't lie. And I think of it like this. If I'm wrong, I want someone to tell me where I am off because while I, I know what I know, I don't know what I don't know. And usually it's going to be through others that you will learn what you don't know. How does this relate to persevering? Persevering means that you're facing a hardship or opposition and you can't do that if you're only half in. Speaking your truth is tied to living your truth and making your words and actions connect consistently every day. If you're switching gears whenever it suits your current situation, then it's hard to know what you really stand for because somewhere your actions come into conflict with you know, your, your words, meaning you either have to defend your current actions or defend your previous ones. Not speaking your truth also means people around you don't know what you stand for. So it's hard for those who want to support you to, to know what you need because again, flip-flopping for convenience makes that almost impossible. It can also make you look like a bit of a hypocrite. So be careful and basically the message here is to be your truest self each and every day and to speak your truth unafraid. If you aren't ashamed of who you are, then you shouldn't be afraid to be true to yourself and share that truth with those around you. Number five, lastly, very simply folks, 
remember who you are, right? Here's the Mufasa Lion King, Mufasa Simba moment, remember who you are. When it comes to persevering against all odds, it can be very easy to put more stake in what everyone else thinks about you or the situation. And that pressure can cause you to put more value in what others think and neglect your own values. So as I said, remember who you are. Be proud of who you are with all of your strengths, skills, abilities, and even your imperfections. Don't undervalue yourself and deny the world what you can bring to it that no one else can. I'm not talking about being arrogant, but only you can do what you do. So do it. Don't be afraid to stand and speak up for the things that you care about. Those who respect you, whose opinions you should care about, will support you. And those that want to tear you down aren't people you need to listen to to begin with. You know, there's an old quote, don't take criticism from people you wouldn't go to for advice. So, you know, I really wish I had something truly awe-inspiring to share, but I really think that these simple five points are the bedrock of being able to persevere against all odds. You know, when it feels like the world is using you as a punching bag, which is going to happen. And when it does, only you can decide to lay down and take it or to stand back up because the things that matter to you deserve to be defended. I can't count how many times I have felt alone, defeated, and wanted to just throw my hands up and walk away. You know, any number of times I've been driving home from work or read a story at home and gotten all riled up and been like, screw it, I don't care, whatever, I'm done. Only to wake up the very next day and hit that wall even harder because the reality is those things matter to me. That's why I got riled up. So I can't just walk away from it because to walk away from those situations means to walk away from what makes me me. To walk away from the things that I truly care about. You know, in those moments, the same things that happened each and every time, you know, I think about why I care to begin with. I think about my values, the people and things I care about, and what it will mean to those that I care about if I legit give up. I also remember that I'm still alive. No wall, struggle, burden, barrier, or person has stopped me yet. They have just gotten in my way, but only I can decide when I choose to quit. And that is what perseverance really is. Perseverance is a choice. It is a choice to care. It is a choice to try. It's that choice to simply not quit, even if you aren't winning or just haven't won yet. It isn't always about winning. Sometimes it's about not letting the threats to my values go unscathed. It may sound like it's a fight to me, and frankly, for me, most of the time it is. If something threatens my values, then it's a threat to me because I am my values. You are your values. We, all of us, embody the things that matter to us through our words and our actions. So don't be afraid to stand by them and defend them because they are worth defending. You are worth defending. Your values matter because you matter. And this isn't meant to be some dumb emotional pep talk. Even if it sounds that way, that doesn't negate my argument. And if you want to discount my perspectives because they sound cheesy, that's on you. Real talk. I know what I believe and care about, and I choose to stand by them, regardless of what anyone else thinks about them or me. That is what it means to persevere. You cannot persevere without a challenge. And remember, courage is not the absence of fear, but instead it is the willingness to act despite that fear. That is what it means to persevere, to know there may or will be opposition, to even fear that opposition, to fear not being accepted, to fear failing and still being committed to being true to yourself, to your values and to those you care about. 
because I, you know, I, I because I can't go one podcast without saying the magic words. Persevering for me as a leader is about here it is trying to be a good role model to show through my actions my commitment to those I lead who look to me to be worthy of their faith in me. You know, having those around me see me fail has it come up. Yeah, have they seen me come up short? Yeah, absolutely, plenty of times. But they've also seen me get back up and keep trying. And that to me is more important than winning every time because I may not be the person today who could win, but the people I lead may be the people tomorrow that win. And it is that victory that is worth striving for. So the next time you wanna hold back, don't. The next time you wanna quit, don't. If you're face down, you know, in the metaphorical muck with blood all over your face, get back up. Never stop trying. Never stop fighting for yourself, for the people, for the values you care about, because they and you are worth persevering for. So as always, I hope you enjoyed this session and got something out of it. And remember, nobody has all the answers, but it isn't about having the answers. It's about our individual and collective willingness to try each and every day to be our best selves and to make the world just a little better. Even if it only helps one person, that can be enough. You know, Stan Lee used to say, I guess one person can make a difference. And you may never know what difference you make, but trust me, it's there to someone. So that's it for me, folks. Thank you so much for hanging out. And I want to give a special shout out and thank you again to my old troop that gave me this topic. I'm so sorry that it took me so long to do it, but I really wanted to think about it and do some soul searching and get down to the crux of it before I open my big mouth. So just a heads up, I may end up not recording this next Sunday. It's a holiday weekend, but I hope you all have a great week and a great holiday weekend. And make sure to subscribe and follow so that you know when my newest recordings come out. This is The Bull signing off with See The Bull Ski, and I will check you out next time.